What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Two Bros One Show. Uh, I am David, and over here to my right, I got Joey. How you doing, pal? My stomach hurts, but uh, oh, that doing pretty good. Doing pretty good, pretty good. Popeyes. Give me a case of the fucking shits. Hell yeah, it'll happen. It'll happen. So well, let's go ahead and jump into the the show sheet. Uh, so we got. Uh, I guess we'll go ahead and talk about the F1 stuff first. Right? Yeah, we'll do that first. Yeah, the, yeah. Okay, so they just announced yesterday, I believe. Um, uh, yeah, late last night. Yeah, it was late last night. Formula One will be doing a night like uh, night race in the Las Vegas Strip. Uh, strip. Yeah. So it basically goes down to a strip and around back behind all the casinos and shit, and it comes. It looks like a B. You've been to B. Vegas, so you know they're yeah. definitely a lot better than I do. Yeah, but yeah. The road is definitely wide enough for it. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know it's wide enough. I mean, you know, NASCAR used to do their banquets there. And yeah. Shit, right at the end of the season, they'd do the burnout, burnout Boulevard, which is burnout on the strip and shit. Yeah. Um, they do that in Nashville now, but yeah. still. I saw they they released a map with the tweet on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it, but I'm for it. Like, it's legit, like the straightaway. Like a track map? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I it's whole. Look, uh, see if I can find it real quick. I actually do want you to see this. So that'll be in 2023? Yes. November 2023. Adam Stern broke that news? Yes. That's pretty wild. Adam Stern usually covers NASCAR stuff. Uh, let's just do Twitter right here. By the way, you have a hole in your shirt Yeah, right next to your nipple. Yeah, I wore it at work a couple of days ago and didn't realize it. Why? Well, no, I fucking took it off and realized it was a... Can I send this to you? Is Just show possible? it to me. There it is. Okay, let's see what we got here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doesn't seem like a lot of passing zones, I will say. Not a lot of passing zones. It's like if you go towards like the top, left hand side, you'll see like the Bellagio. There's only 12 turns? Sure. 10, 11, 12, 13, 13 turns. It's weird that they're not putting the start finish line on the strip, though. I feel yeah, like that would be the area to put the start like finish line. It's like up there in that weird little. Yeah, this, the fucking, the Las Vegas strip is like the backstretch for that track, which is kind of weird. I'm for it, though, because that's basically like the monorail route back there, pretty much. Okay, yeah. That would be good. That would be cool. Yeah, I'm fucking for it. Formula One is taking over North America right now. It really is. Yeah, I'm for it just for like I believe the they'll be down the they'll market. be down in Miami this this weekend, right? I think. Are they? I don't know. I think so. Miami Grampy. I think they're in Miami this weekend. I saw some dude, he was like is Vegas a smart idea? Yes, but they there are other better options. I know you're you know, more F1 than I do. So Street course wise, yes, Vegas is a really good market for that. I would say. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, yeah, they don't have to cover the fucking manholes on the street, obviously. Well, yeah, I mean they do that. But other than that, really I mean know. the fucking market in Vegas is that'd be great for fucking top. One. Yeah, yeah. Really but anyways, this dude said tracks F1 could have used instead of Las Vegas with you know modifications to make it F1 style. Mm-hmm. Sebring. Yeah, maybe Daytona. Yeah, okay, so the problem with that is an open-wheel track, even on the road course at Daytona, 
is fucking way too dangerous. You can't be doing shit like also that. Also, the market, bunch of rednecks. IndyCar, IndyCar definitely doesn't go there. Formula One, I definitely would not put there. Now, technically, IndyCar is actually a little bit faster than Formula One is. Like, straight line speed-wise. Yeah. But, yeah, you cannot put an open-wheel car on the banking at Daytona. It just, it will never work And then out. he's got Road America. Uh, yeah, maybe. Road Atlanta. The track's pretty run down. I don't know if Formula One would have to upscale the fuck out of that. Laguna Seca. No. That track is way too sharp curves for Formula One cars. Mid-Ohio. Maybe. Long Beach. Too narrow. Well, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Because IndyCar runs Long Beach. But Formula One cars are a little bit wider. Watkins Glen. That might be too narrow. And then Indianapolis Grand Prix. Oh, Indianapolis. Yeah, just for I mean, the, yeah, like city maybe. wise. Yeah, the, that's what yeah. he said. But like, you can't just think of like track wise. You also well, you also have to think the business of, side of it, right? The Las Vegas market is what California is. You also have to think of Formula yeah. One in general. Half of their tracks are in top are cities, street, right? Well, yeah, half yeah. of their tracks I would say are street courses. Well, not half, but I think most a of good them are. Po- no, no, oh no, you street courses. A not good road portion courses, of Formula yeah. One's. Uh races are street courses though like you know they got the miami street course uh there is uh monaco the the biggest fucking race of the formula one monaco, season yeah. is a street course um and then we'll have vegas and i, I believe there might be another one i'm not sure i, I was in i was like damn i kind of want to go i know that. spa used to technically be a street course because it was just country roads but they've ended up turning that into an actual country track roads. Anyways, yeah, I saw that news and I was like, I'm kind of interested in that shit because I love Las Vegas. Yeah. It, it, You've it, never cool. been. You're going yeah. before the end of the year. I'll take you. It's fucking awesome. Uh, okay, so. On to NASCAR. Let's talk about Coda. Coda. What was our thoughts on Coda? You know my thoughts? I thought it was boring as shit until the last five laps. My honest opinion. I wouldn't say boring, but it not the worst race of the year, I would say, but definitely not in the top three. I would say. I mean, there's only been six races. Exactly. I put it at like number four or five. Kinda Phoenix is definitely the worst race so far. Still, um, Daytona was great. Auto Club was probably the best race. Was good. Vegas was really good race. Atlanta was good. Atlanta was was good, unexpected but good. Coda. It was okay. That's my opinion. It was okay. I, I found know. myself on my phone most of the time. Yeah, I think I dozed off quite a bit in that race, yeah. to be honest. But, I mean, that's kind of like a NASCAR tradition. Dozing off in a race is like, if you don't doze off during a NASCAR Shit, race, I remember one really time, it. I was at my dad's while he used to live in Alabama for a weekend. And, uh, shit you not, I fell asleep watching Daytona 500. I swear to God. <laughs> I woke up and Lagana had won. I was like, the fuck? I mean, a good nap during a fucking NASCAR race on Sunday is like a ritual. See, that's why that's why I don't stay up after I get off on Sunday mornings. I sleep until like five, six. You get up and watch the rest of the race? Yeah. I just need a last hundred laps. That's all I need. Yep. What was your thoughts? Uh, so the race, I don't think it was boring. Um, 
you know, like I said earlier, I don't think it was, it was the best race and it's not the worst race. Uh, it was kind of there and it was a product and it was, I mean, that was pretty much it. Um, the ending was, was really good, but yeah, that's all like the, I guess last 10 laps when the caution yeah. started kicking was what I liked. Well, see the thing, the thing that was kind of weird is that this next gen car was specifically made for road courses and short tracks in mine. And so far we have been to one kind of short track Phoenix. and one road course yeah, and they've been the two worst races. Yes. So, I mean, uh, is, is this car going to be that good for those kind of tracks? I mean, we'll see at Richmond this week. Kind of yeah, Richmond. I think we got Martinsville after this weekend, so that's I guess yeah. the and then after first that, I real believe test. Bristol dirt. Bristol dirt's Easter weekend, so that's the seventeenth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this week we got Richmond, then Martinsville, oh, and then yeah. Bristol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bristol dirt. So we got three short tracks coming up. Bam, bam, bam. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It. I will just have to see because we haven't really seen. I don't think we've actually seen an actual short track with this car yet. I don't count True. Phoenix as a short track. It drives like a short track, but it's a mile long. I mean, it's I like Richmond. Like I don't call Dover a short track. Richmond is less than a mile long, but very familiar familiar to Phoenix, you'd say. I think <sighs> Richmond kind of Richmond yeah. is pretty similar to Phoenix. Um, but I think Richmond is going to run a little bit better for this car. I don't know. We'll be able to see, though, because the last few Richmond races have been very, very boring, very bad. Yeah. And I hope that this one will be better. I think that's just Richmond in general. So far, this car has been able to elevate, I think, every track so far. Uh, it's been a really good car so far. So uh, take me through your your mindset on this last lap. We'll go last three laps. So, well, so you just want to go over that green so, flag? So we'll green, start off with yeah. Reddick taking the taking the lead. Yeah, so Reddick had turn, the lead. Right? Caution came out. Yes, he restarted uh, race control. Well, yeah, overtime. It's centered overtime. Yeah, it went into overtime, and then he not race control, but he had control of the restart. Yeah, uh, it looked like not that he overdrove turn one, but uh, Ross Chastain and AJ Allmendinger got really good starts, and they kind of zoomed around him, uh, and then Bowman got around him. So Reddick didn't didn't really have a good restart. Um, but those three that I just mentioned, Almondinger, Bowman, and Chastain, those guys were duking it out for forty fucking turns was, on these it last was, two it laps. Was good. It, was, it good. was really good. Yeah. yeah. We were uh we were screaming like it was a fucking football game oh, over yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It Freaking was, out. It was it was really good. Yeah, um, and the uh Take it to the last lap. Last, what, five turns? Yeah, I think with about five or, turns ago. Yeah. Uh, Bowman came into the scenario more because... Well, yeah, it looked like... Uh, AJ had moved Ross. Yeah, so uh, AJ the, moved Ross almost off the track. Yeah. Yeah. And then Bowman squeaked in there, and you, your exact quote was... Is this motherfucker about to fucking sneak away? I said, is win? this motherfucker about to back into another win? Is yeah. what I said. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it said. And then uh, last two turns, Ross moved AJ. AJ got loose, went up the track. Well, okay, he didn't get loose. Didn't Ross get, well, plowed yeah. him. <laughs> I mean. Mm. Anyways. Ross plowed him. 
Ross hit him. Okay, if you want to say that. And then (laughs) Bowman is right there. I'm not saying what Ross did is wrong or bad. I think you got to do what you got to do, especially to get a win and get in the playoffs, lock yourself in the playoffs. Also, it's his first career cup win. Do you want to do anything to try to get that? And then also with the finishes he's been having lately, he's had a third, third, second, and now a first. Like, what a fucking streak this guy's on right now. Yeah. And then uh, Bowen just had to be right there next to AJ. And they yeah, kinda had hit. had yeah. Ross and AJ not gotten together for that second time, I think Bowman would have won. 100%, race. yes. Because he definitely had the positioning. Yeah. And then Ross drove away for the win. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man. Uh, the, the comments, though, by them after the race was, was funny. Bowman in the post race interview was talking about how he's been in on the other side of that before, where instead well of he like did he did do that to Kyle in the truck race. Yeah, that's the reason of, why they they lost the truck race was because that situation. Yeah, um, and then also, but no, he was talking morely about I think when what happened with him and Denny at Martinsville uh, last year, right? Yeah, that's when Dover? the hack shit started, right? Was it Dover? No, no Martinsville. No. Martinsville. Sure. Um, that was when Denny started calling him a hack and he started advertising that shit and selling it on t-shirts, whatever. Um, but no, AJ had come out and done his interview first and said that, you know, if that's, if you basically was telling Ross that if you can sleep good at night and wake up feeling look good about. Look yourself in the mirror. Look yourself in the mirror and feel good about how you won that race, then, you know, fine. Go ahead. And uh, and then they went to Bowman for his interview, and his words to Ross were basically, "Well, put on a shirt and sell the hell out of it because <laughs> Bowman's done it a couple times." Oh shit! <laughs> um. So yeah, that was that was pretty funny. So what were your thoughts on the the Ross move slash AJ move on each other? I mean, I think they were both doing what they had to do during the race, obviously. Um, AJ had textbook bump and run, moved him out of the way, didn't wreck him, went on his way. Ross came back and just absolutely hit him like a cue ball, like he was trying to hit fucking Bowman in the corner pocket. (laughs) I mean, what was your thoughts on it? Uh, Well, I'm not against it. Well, I mean, I'm not against it either. I see, I see where, Russell but he definitely wrong. ran him over. It wasn't a yeah. bump and run. He ran him over. What you, I mean, you got to do what you got to do to win, right? Yeah. It's like if you're playing a game of football or whatever, you're gonna do whatever you got to do to win, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like on the racetrack, there's a car in front of you, and you're trying to win. Move his ass out the way. Do whatever it takes, right? Mm-hmm. What's, I mean. This happened between Ross and AJ when they're in the Xfinity Series at Colleague, right? Yeah, when they were teammates at Daytona. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Should happen again, right? So it's expected. But I guess people have a problem with how it was done. I guess. I mean, everybody's gonna have problems with that with moving somebody for a win, depending on who's getting moved, who's doing the moving. It's always gonna be controversial. Yeah. Because of favoritism, obviously. Um, but speaking of the favoritism and moving people, bring me to Denny Hamlin's tweet. So after the race, he had tweeted about, you know, the current state of driver etiquette in NASCAR. 
talking about how in today's uh, racing etiquette with the newer drivers and newer talent, it's basically turned into everybody hits everybody. Doesn't matter what position, like, you know, 1 through 40, everybody's hitting each other. Um, so what are your thoughts on that? I I'll, I'll say that more so for the younger drivers coming in than the older vets. Yeah, I'm not going to put this on just the younger drivers, though, because older drivers are doing it, too. I mean, I guess that's what NASCAR wanted, right, in the new cars. Okay, so I'm going to not even really going to put this on the drivers. I'm going to put this on the previous car, the Gen 6 car that we just got rid of. Very fragile. Well, not that it was fragile, but Easy you to couldn't race. pass with it. True. You yes. had to move people. You could not pass with that piece of shit. You had to move them. And I think that's what's causing this. I'm sure bad habits are sticking with this car, even though it's we've definitely seen so far it's a lot easier to pass with this car. Dirty air um, isn't as much of a factor. But, yeah, I mean, with the previous car, you had to hit people to get past them. So I can kind of understand where he's coming from on this, but I don't think it's the drivers. I think it was morally the previous generation car. So you think he's butthurt over... You think okay, so you think that the way that the Toyota manufacturer and Denny has raced this year is like affecting what he's saying about this stuff? Because like if he he's if, been saying this for a while, I think he said something pretty similar to this last year uh, after the Bowman stuff, after Bowman hit him at Martinsville. I mean, uh, it's just it's uh, racing. It might like, not have been him, but it may have been Kyle Busch. It was like. But I know this has been said before. I've I swear I've heard this exact phrase before. Yeah, but you're not gonna you're not gonna have. I mean, he's not wrong though. Everybody hits everybody. True. It wasn't like this, you know, two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Yeah, I don't really remember NASCAR back then, to be honest. <laughs> well, we'll keep up with the uh, with current topics then. How about a uh, controversial topic here? I don't know if it's a controversial topic, but I have a controversial take on it. Do you think Chase Elliott is really the road course king in NASCAR? Nope. This is coming from Chase, and he is not. Yeah, okay. I, agree I don't think you. I don't think there's a, a road course king. I'm going to say the road course king in NASCAR is A.J. Allmendinger. I don't I don't think he – I won't say king. I think he's a – I don't even know if I want to say A.J. Allmendinger is a road course king, but – The most consistent. He's definitely the most consistent. Yes, yeah. I'd put it at Easily. that. Easily. Um – is Chase, but no, also, I think is, Chase has had really good road course cars that's helped him a lot. Is Chase consistent? Yes, but are we talking about? Well, let's talk handling, about handling a car and ex, like experience and shit, like just overall stuff that goes into like the road course. Yeah, AJ gets it. Oh, definitely like, AJ. It's because like, his experience, one hundred percent. Because like he, uh, if you're talking about like road course the, experience, it's Austin Cindric, AJ Allmendinger, and yeah, Cindric, Michael McDowell. Cindric like, looked like shit yesterday. Not yesterday, Sunday. True. And then... Uh, Briscoe's pretty good on road courses, too. Yes, he was good Sunday until, like, the last 10 laps. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was up until that bullshit yeah. penalty. Okay. okay, yeah. Pause. So, hang on. We got to talk track. about that, too, because that's so, not on the show sheet. I forgot about that. Uh, Briscoe, he got penalized for... He got shoved off the track. So, turns four, five, and six. It's like a little the snake. S's. Yeah, the S's. S's. Yes, and you weren't you were not allowed to go. Well, obviously you can't. So the rule is is that two tires must be off the have rubber, to right? be at least above 
the curb. So yes. the racing surface is like the curb of the track in the corner, right? Yeah. You have to have at least two tires on the racing surface, which is at least the curb. Uh, and if you dip three or four tires below that curb, then you're off the track and you're breaking you the to, boundaries, uh, cutting the courses. Yeah, I think you have to serve a drive through. And because, yeah, usually at most road courses like Roto or not Road America, but the Roval, you can't really cut the course of Road America because there's no curbs; it's all grass. <laughs> but for like the Roval, or even when they ran the Daytona Road Course, because of those, there's those the chicanes, turtles, right? Yeah. Well, no, it's the chicanes. Usually, it'd be a stop and go penalty, but because they couldn't find a safe place to do a stop and go at Coda, it turned into a pass through penalty, which is like way worse than a stop and go penalty. Because stop and go penalty, you can stop in a chicane or something where you're off the racing surface. And then keep going again. I don't know. But it seemed like Briscoe definitely got hit off track. He didn't even gain any positions. In fact, he lost like three spots. Yeah. And NASCAR penalized him for cutting the course. That's pretty fucked. I think the... Yes, that is... A, I agree. That's fucked. I don't remember who put him off the course. It, oh, who... It was a white car. Don't fucking know who it was. Was it Reddick? Reddick was in a white and black car. Who's in the three G car? Wasn't AJ? Was it AJ? Make it maybe been AJ. I don't know. He was running up front, so it had to been one of the cars that was running up front. Yeah, so I don't I don't know who it was, but uh, up front for most of the race was basically Reddick, AJ, Ross, Ross, and Cindric. Not Cindric. Chase was up there. Briscoe Chase came up at the end a little bit. Yeah. But, he was but anyways, I just not. I think that rule, the four tire rule, is fucking stupid. Nah, nah I mean. I mean, you got to keep it in the boundary somehow. I mean, what what else would you suppose? Okay, so like, four. Uh, I don't. I don't think that should have been that big of a penalty. Cause like, I was watching that race, and fucking three fourths of those cars are four tires over that thing, and nothing happened until Ross got moved out. This calls with the consistency of it, right? Because when I was watching the race, I thought I noticed a lot of cars cutting it too. Yeah. And nothing was said about them. Yeah. Apparently, over the spotters' radios, there were a lot of drivers complaining about Kyle Larson in particular cutting quite a bit. I think Denny Hamlin said something over the radio about it. Um, Maybe uh, Kyle Busch. I mean, there was a bunch of... uh, Briscoe, maybe I don't know. There was a bunch of people talking about Larson cutting the course. Yeah, I don't see. I don't think they really cared about the the tire rules then. I don't know. It's just, like I don't. I don't. Now it's funny though because this has happened to Briscoe before. Remember Indianapolis yeah, last year? Was it AJ that moved them? No, Hamlin. Hamlin, yes. Yeah, Denny Hamlin ran him off the track in turn one, and. He came back on track. Granted, he did gain a lot of time doing it that race particularly, and they gave him the penalty for it. And his argument was like, well, I got shoved off track. Well, the same thing applies here. So I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't I don't uh I don't think they really cared about it. So if they didn't care about it, you shouldn't even put it there in the first place. I mean the thing though is that Because I really don't I'm not like super into rules and shit of NASCAR yeah. as you are, but like, I don't think they really should have made that a rule because yeah. I I really don't consider 
because four tires over that's I really don't consider that out of bounds. But it, I mean, it is. They're not on the track at that point. True. Because like, okay, so listening to DBC week, DBC this week, Brett Griffin was talking about just getting rid of the boundary for road courses in general. At Coda, that is a fucking terrible idea. Because you look at the S's at Coda, it's paved all the fucking way through. It's paved the whole True. entire goddamn way through. So that S is basically pointless. If you take away those boundaries, they're just going to fucking drive straight through this shit. There's three turns right there that they're going to fucking miss and just go straight through it. So, I mean, I don't think taking out the boundaries is the way to go. Well, we'll see if they race there next year because of... Yeah, we don't know. Uh, we, the schedule's not up for next year. Yeah. I haven't seen the ratings for this race yet. Uh, so, I don't know. I'm, I'll be honest. I'm sure it's probably down from last year. It Last year's Coda's race was pretty hyped. Well, it also fucking pissed rain. It the whole pissed time. rain the entire race, yeah. So I saw it. I don't know how their scale works. I saw it was like a 2.8 or some shit like that. I don't know what. I don't know how that rating system works. Me either. But the viewership was 3.7 million. 3.7 Is that the million. lowest viewed race this year? Because I think all of them have been in fours, except for Coda. Atlanta was 3.6. Don't know. Still almost four million, so it's still yeah pretty good. Anyway, back to the road course king. I don't chase. No, I don't think it's chase. No, I think he's had really good cars, and it's about I don't it. think there's a true road course king. I don't either. Not like back in the day. Like Jeff Gordon was really good on road courses. Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart was really yeah. good on road courses. Marcus Ambrose. Juan Pablo Montoya. Juan Pablo Montoya. Like those are those are road course guys. Yeah. I think AJ's the most consistent though. I will. I won't give him the the crown by. Yeah, and he's not even a full time driver. Yeah, so it's like you go back to when he drove for JGR in the forty seven. Yeah, he won at Watkins Glen, right? Yeah, and he and was then, competitive at every other road course. He just didn't have the chance yeah. to win. Car, JGR still not not JGR fucking JTG. Yeah, not a great team. Well, Ambrose back when they started, Ambrose drove for JTG for a little bit, and he won. I thought he drove for Petty. Later, he was in the forty-seven for a little bit. Um, oh, I did not know that. Yeah, I just remember the non-UPS car. Yeah, actually, so AJ was in the forty-three Best Buy car. Remember that, right? In the yes. Air Force car. Yeah, and then he went to the forty-seven Scotts. Yes. So first, um, Marcus Ambrose was in that forty-seven car, and then they swapped teams. Marcus Ambrose then went to the nine Stanley car, which was a petty car. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They basically swap teams. Yeah, so then last year he goes and drives at Indy. When's that? He won at multiple road road courses last year, or was it just one in the Xfinity Series? I know he won at Mid-Ohio. I can't remember. And then this year he won. he won the Xfinity race at Coda. Contended at the Cup race. Yeah, was pretty close to winning yeah. the cup race. He may be one of my picks for the next road course. I mean, yeah, AJ's always a good yeah. pick for road courses. All right, so we'll talk about um, some comments that Marcus Smith, which is the SMI dude, SMI owner. He's yeah, he owns Speedway Motorsports, which is like Atlanta, Stooge. Texas, Bristol, Sonoma, Bristol. Yeah, hey, pal, all those tracks. Take that dirt off for Bristol right now, please. 
Anyways, he um, made a statement this week, something about NASCAR being in a, uh, what was the? Sports entertainment. He says that NASCAR is a sports entertainment business. Well, first of all, this guy's, I'm allowed to take a shot at him. You fucking go, I don't care. This guy's a fucking idiot, obviously. Right. (laughs) Right? You're going to agree with that? So, like, when I think of sports entertainment, I think of WWE, because it's scripted, right? Yeah. The NFL is not sports entertainment. It's sports. It's sports. The MLB is okay, so, not so sports entertainment. It's sports. NASCAR, people will call it sport, won't call it fucking whatever. It well, is I mean, it it's is. a motorsport. Motorsport, motorsport is yeah. a sport. Sports, sports, like, yeah. So NASCAR is a sport that gives us entertainment. It's not sports entertainment. Well, see, that's the same thing with, the, with like, the, the NFL. It's a sport. We don't call the NFL sports entertainment no. because it's entertaining. It's a sport, it's a sport. that gives us yeah. entertainment. It's a sport. It's racing. Right, that we hope that fans find entertaining. Yeah, so like right? the purpose of any sports team, league, organization in the world is to entertain people in the stadium and people on the couches, right? Or we're just watching through no. the TV. I no, would say a no, like entertain, like give give a good product. Well, off. see, no, hang on. The thing that I would, that I'm going to disagree with you on here, is that there's there's a difference here. So, like when you're talking about NFL, NASCAR, NBA, MLB, their number one goal is to win championships. Number one goal True. is to win championships. You look at the WWE, which is a sports entertainment program. Their, their number first, one goal is entertainment. Yeah, what I was trying to say is like, obviously, their first goal is to win championships, but. They want to, well, yeah. They also want you to find their yes. product entertaining. Yes, that's why. But I was that's to, not their number one. Goal. Yes, that's what I was trying to get. Like at. Rick Hendrick is not out there being like, "All right, I'm going to put out here some cars that you know the fans will find cool, really fun to watch." Yeah. No, he wants to put yeah, competitive cars out said, there to win races. Yeah, off prior one's winning, right? Yes. And then to a WWE wrestler doesn't go out there like. Oh yeah, I really hope I win this whatever. No, they're going out there because they want a good product. They're not going to go out there hoping that they win yeah, stuff exactly. because it's scripted. Yeah. yeah so like, like when you're sitting here watching whatever sport you're watching, right? Tennis, yeah. golf, whatever. They want you as a viewer to be like get up, get excited, yeah. be happy about it, right? It's like on Sunday. First 66 laps of that race. He was fucking snoozing. Not really. But last two laps, we were screaming at the fucking TV. Yeah. That that is the point of people watching sports on TV. Mm-hmm. That's entertainment to us. Yeah. It's not scripted. That that fucking move wasn't scripted. No? No. No. No, they not don't script all. that kind no. of shit. No. You can't script auto racing first of all because it's too unpredictable. Yeah, it's like okay, betting's not here. Betting is not legal here in Georgia, but NASCAR, not NASCAR. I want to say NASCAR, but motorsports in general is probably the hardest thing to fucking bet on. Easily, yeah, yeah. Because like you don't have, there's never really true odds favorites in NASCAR. Yeah, so like. Chase Elliott's favorite this week in Richmond, right? But it was still plus 500, right? I have no or something clue. I didn't look lines. at it. I just thought he was favorite, right? So, will yeah. he win? He has a one out of 40 chance to win the fucking race, and he's favorite. 
right? And then you go to the NFL. Yes, you have a one in thirty-two other chance to win the Super Bowl. But how many teams are actually competitive, right? You probably have eight teams, yeah, if that. Mm-hmm. So that'd be easier to predict. Or like if you're betting on a game, right? Say you're Matt Stafford, dude, right? Yeah. Odds for him to throw over three hundred yards plus one twenty. It's fucking easy. Yeah. NASCAR, dude, to win a race. So you got Denny Hamlin this week. And then on top of that, though, like when you're talking about sportsbook and NASCAR, they don't have a lot of good bets for NASCAR nah, and sportsbooks. All they have, so. They have a couple good props, but not a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, so like. Like they have a lot of driver versus driver battles on there, which and those that, are usually pretty yeah. good. Those, but the outright stuff, I'd never bet no, on outright yeah. stuff for NASCAR. It's very, very hard. Yeah. But like. Once you can you bet get, on like top tens and top fives and stuff. But yeah. And never you can also bet, like. Bet for outright winner. Who do you think would be the highest finisher for a manufacturer or. Yeah. Or what manufacturer wins the race. Yeah. Yeah. That one's usually pretty easy because, like, it's a one in third chance. Like, yeah. It's been mostly Chevys this year. Yeah. Ford's got what? Two wins? Briscoe and Cindric. Oh, yeah. Briscoe and Cindric. And then two. Larson, Bowman, Ross. Byron. Byron. Larson. Yeah. Four. Yeah. They got the other four. Toyota don't got a win. Toyota's been struggling. And I'm kind of interested to see how they're going to do at Richmond this the, weekend because Toyota, this is a very yes. Toyota favored track. Um, you know Toyota's usually been really strong here. You want to get into our picks or? Uh, let's talk about Richmond. Well, I think we kind of already talked about Richmond. Yeah, we'll do our picks. All right, so I do I do the flip. Yes. Okay. Oh, by the way, I'm up four two. <laughs> yeah, I also only won one pick. I've won more races than I have. Yeah, coin you've tosses. won one coin toss. Hey Siri. Heads or tails? Oh shit. Uh I'm going heads. Okay. Hey Siri. Flip a coin. Try that again. Hey Siri. Flip a coin. It's heads. Damn. Let's fucking fuck, go. Dude? Siri's uh, got something against me. I'm six and one or one and six against these coin tosses. Uh, That's atrocious. No, one and five. One and five against these coin tosses. It's terrible. I'm going Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott. Yeah. I am going to go against my better judgment. Take Ross against my better judgment. Oh, see. Okay, so you, I was, we were probably we were probably thinking the same thing. But go ahead. Denny Hamlin. Yeah, see, I was going to take fucking Denny. Yeah, against my better judgment. He's been struggling really bad these first couple races, but this is a really, really good track for him. And I'm hoping that Toyota is going to turn it around this weekend. For my pick, at least. That's the second time you picked that dude this year. Huh? What? That's the second time you picked Denny this year. Where else did I pick him? Daytona? Yeah. <laughs> he fucking, like, ripped out. Yeah. I think almost everybody wrecked out of Daytona. Uh, onto some baseball. Albert Pujols. Oh yeah, all right. Resign with the Cardinals. Not, well, not resign, but he signed again. Signed with the Cardinals on a uh, one-year deal for a one-year deal. Last year he came and said, "Well, I've, I kind of figured this yeah. was going to be his last year." I thought. See, growing up, you were a Cardinals fan, right? Oh, kind of. Yeah. yeah, I was a big Albert Pujols fan. Yeah, yeah. So. I want your thoughts. Albert Pujols is my favorite player of all time. So I, I love seeing this. Yeah. I always thought that he would at least sign like a one-day contract and retire. And now like the, the DH 
is universal and makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think he'll be DH probably for most of the year. And that team is fucking good offensively. Yeah. Like Nolan Arenado. And also he's only Goldschmidt. What, 20-something home runs from 700? I can't remember. I don't know. He's pretty close. He's kind of died down the past couple of years. Well, yeah, he's aging. Well, not that. He just haven't. I mean, he went to the Dodgers, the ring chase, and he probably played like three or four games. But for me, like. So Albert Pujols has 679. He is 21 home runs away from 700. How many is he away from Bonds? A while. Bond, Bonds only has like 750. Okay, well, there's Look. no way in one year he's going to get to Barry Bonds. Not a chance. Let's see. Barry Bonds. I think he's like almost 100 home runs shy of Barry Bonds. 762, yeah. No way. Yeah, there's there's no yeah. way. Do you think that record would ever be touched? Mm, I don't think so. That's fair, yeah. I thought A-Rod had a chance until he got suspended and he got hurt towards the end of his career. Yeah. But I'd be stoked. I think he'll hit 700. You think he hit 21 home runs this year? Probably. I bet he can. I don't know. It'd be close, though. Depends on how much playing time he gets. Also true. Because if he's just a fucking villain, then no. But if he's actually like a, the everyday DH, mm-hmm. then yes. Great chance. So, I'm going to bring this up. Uh, Yachty, Yadier Molina, still on the team. I thought he retired last year. No. Hmm. Uh, Adam Wainwright, still on the same team. Damn, that that was the, a, That uh, was a core of the... Let's say this was the 2010 Cardinals. World Series team, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Do you think they all retired together? I could see it. I know Yadier's definitely at the end of his career. I think I thought he announced that he was retiring last year, didn't he? I think he re-upped for one or two more years. I think Yadier's definitely done after this year. Yeah, so do you think Wainwright joins? Maybe. Yeah, that'd be fucking All cool. three of them retire the same year? So, like, I'm definitely going to a, a Cardinals Braves game this year, 100%. Yeah. I'll, wear a, I'll go fucking Also go polls. to a Dodgers Braves game this year, see yeah. Freddie again. Hey, baseball starts next week. Yep. Baseball's excited. already I'm started, a, but it's been spring training. Well, start starts. I'm excited to see what the Braves do without Freddie. I hate to say it. I think they're better off I love off Freddie Freeman, I but think I think they're better they'll off. be fine. Yeah. I said that when the rumors came out over here. I said, yeah. will it hurt the team like morale? Yes. But the team as a whole, I don't think it will affect playing no. Because I don't think they lost this double illusion. They, they brought it. Did they bring Jock Peterson back? No, he's with the Giants. But okay. they did re-sign uh, Rosario. Rosario won the MVP. Ozuna's back. I don't know if you knew that. I knew Ozuna was back. Cunha's coming Cunha's back in back. April or May. Damn, that long? I mean. What, what was it? His ACL? Yeah. Tour? Yeah. And then you still got Dansby, Austin Riley. Dansby. Ozzy. Yeah. Olsen's really good. I don't think they're going to be nah. far off. Pitching's probably where they're going to struggle. I mean, yeah, pitching. Yeah. As long as uh, Sirocco doesn't fucking tear oh, I don't, I don't know if his Achilles yeah. again. Cause the Char- where is he at timeline of returning? I have no clue. Also, I don't know about Charlie Morton either. True. What about uh, Max Fried's still good? Yeah, he's Healthy. opening day starter. Okay. Yeah. Fucking love Max Fried. On to the NFL. Uh, this happened last night. Not last night. Yesterday afternoon, I guess. Bruce Aarons retires, and then 
He moves into the front office front for office. the Buccaneers. And then Todd Bowles is a new HC. Thoughts? Um. So the rumor is that... Beef between Brady and B.A.? No. No. That's just internet saying dumb internet shit. No, the rumor is that Bruce Arians was already planning on retiring. Yeah, so, Back in like fucking February. Yeah, so like if right? you go... And then he found out about Tom retiring. And he said, well, fuck, I don't want to leave this team... Like shit, yeah. Like shit. Because I think the entire plan was that he wanted to turn this team over to Todd Bowles. But he didn't want to leave Todd Bowles with a shit yeah, team. Yeah, like what you're saying makes the most sense. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't want to leave Todd Bowles with a shit team. Tom Brady comes back. He's like, oh, okay. Now I feel confident that I can turn this over to Todd Bowles and it'd be fine. Tom Brady's probably one of five players in sports history. No, not sports history, but in the NFL that don't need a fucking coach. <laughs> like when you think of players who don't need coaches, I think of Tom Brady, Kobe, Michael Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, Aaron Rodgers, fucking alphas, Drew sports. Brees, like yeah, yeah, like alphas. They don't fucking need head coaches. Peyton Manning, like yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, even if even if that team didn't resign all those people, even I still don't think Tom, they were that bad. Off. Tom Tom Brady coming. Tom back, Brady is definitely gonna favorites. Like, yeah. Um. Without Tom Brady, I don't know if they would have made the playoffs. It would have been really close, depending on the quarterback that they get. Because mm, obviously they were out on Jameis. Well, not that they were out on Jameis, but Jameis had I think resigned. They would, I the think Saints. they would have ended up with Baker, to be honest. Yeah, probably. Which would not been Which bad. wouldn't have been bad. I think they, you could yeah. still make the – Baker see, is a serviceable quarterback. See, He the, can get you to the playoffs, but I don't know how far into the playoffs he'll get you. I think that his shoulder – Really fucked him up this year. Uh, breaking news: Rams are signing Bobby Wagner. <laughs> hey, I meant to put that in the show sheet because I did see something about the Rams were interested in. Uh, damn, thoughts on that? What a quick? replacement for Von Miller! Yeah, <laughs> shit, <laughs> that's a fucking solid sign. They just need uh, Aaron Donald. Yeah, and they need to get um, Odell back. OBJ. I, I saw a. Um, I think it was from TMZ Sports. They did a interview with. Um, Matt Stafford. Yeah, and he was talking about how he wanted he wants OBJ and Aaron Donald back. I think Aaron Donald's coming back. I OBJ it, is the if he won. I think OBJ's out. I don't know. My opinion, but uh, yeah, I think BA was planning on retiring the whole time because like the way he's taught us talking about the draft a few weeks ago, talking about building a team. Yeah, kind of. It's like hmm. he said that he likes building teams. It's, yeah, it's just like. The timing's very awkward, you know? Mm-hmm. So, of course, there's going to be people fucking couch. Of course, the internet's going to say, you know, Tom Brady retires because of Bruce Arians, comes out of retirement, and kicks Bruce Arians off the team. Yeah, you know, internet's going to say shit like that. Fucking Twitter thumbs. I don't thumbs, think that's what's happening. Twitter thumbs. Yeah, so, I don't think, I mean, could there be stuff between them? Maybe. We don't know. Maybe. I mean, there were reports of it, but I don't think it's yeah. true. I don't, th- I don't think it would go as far as them retiring each other. Yeah. And then there was the Tom Brady made an Instagram post about him. Um, I mean, who knows if that's real or not, but who knows. Dude's also like 68, so get the fuck off his oh, ass. Oh, yeah, the dude's yeah. old. He's old. I mean. It's like Nick Saban. He was the oldest active coach, right? Maybe him and. I think Belichick. Belichick, yeah. yeah him and Belichick. Um, Pete Carroll. 
Pete Carroll's up there. In age. Pete Carroll's up there. So is. Um, I think that's it. No. Lovey Smith, maybe. No. Team Andy Reid. Andy Reid, yeah. Maybe. Pretty close. Yeah. Mike Zimmer was pretty up there, but he got fired. <laughs> Did he end up anywhere? You know. I don't think so. Zimmer. He's a good defensive coach. Yeah, so, like, okay, I want to talk about this. So, there's like certain coaches that are good coordinators, but bad head coaches, right? Yeah. So, like, Leslie Frazier mm-hmm. was a head coach at Minnesota while. Fuck. It was, before, uh, it was before Zimmer, so I don't know who's the quarterback. Yeah. And then he's now the defensive coordinator at Buffalo. Yeah. He's been there. So that that's another case. And then you go to like Dan Quinn, maybe. Dan Quinn, yes. Great coordinator, right? Yeah. Fucking really like, good defensive mind. Legion of Boom, right? The Dallas defense was great. Dallas last defense year. last year was a hell of a fucking turnaround from the yes. year before. His first two years in Atlanta were good. After that, very shitty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that te- that team was good because of the offensive staff. Yeah. Because that staff was stacked. The floor, McDaniels. Yeah. McVay. Uh, McVay. Uh, I think that was it. And then, what's another one? I'm going to say Josh McDaniels. I don't think he's a good. I mean, we haven't really seen him do True. any head coaching yet, so it can't really. True. Dude's been a head coach for like two months. He hasn't even coached the game yet. Oh, he was a head coach at Denver. Oh, true. Before Peyton got there. But, yeah. There's certain coaches that are like, I like that. So, you want to talk about the, uh, do you know about the overtime rules? The change? I did see that. So, it's only for the playoffs, which I find interesting, Weird. but yeah. that's fine. Um, So, basically, so, they're at least getting two possessions guaranteed now. Yeah, so so each team gets a possession no matter what, right? So, say, yeah. we'll throw back to the call, the Chiefs-Bills, right? Yeah. Chiefs score touchdown first drive. Yep. Uh, uh, Ends the game. Yes. So, now the Bills would have got a chance to answer. Bills would have got a chance to answer. Yeah, yeah. so Bills would have scored a touchdown. If next Next possession – after that, would have won the game. Would set, settle the game. Yeah. yeah. So, it's basically, it didn't really, yeah, it changed. So, it's saying both teams are guaranteed one possession. Yeah. I still like how, and I understand that it can get lengthy sometimes, especially college, when you look back at that time. LSU and Auburn game when they A&M, went to nine yeah. overtimes. It was like seventy. Yeah, I know I understand it can get lengthy sometimes, but, like, I really love the college overtime rules. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to, like, even in college, you don't have to. I would say not even, like, for the NFL, don't even put them at the 25, put them at, like, the 50. Right? They put them at the 25, 30 in college. 25. 25. 25 going towards So do the same thing for the NFL, put them at the 50, midfield. Yeah. I'd, I'd put them on the kickoff line, like the 35. 45, 35? 35. 35. So they, had, they would have 50, 65 yards to do. That's not that bad. I, that's what I do. Yeah. Instead of like a timed overtime or – because I think ties are fucking stupid. I mean, yeah. It's like soccer. Ties and soccer are fucking stupid. Just fucking PK it out. Speaking of soccer, uh, Team USA made the World Cup. For the first time in what, th- four years? Yeah. Five? 
Four. It's know. every four years. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Uh, Jim Mersey, did you see his quote on Carson Wentz? No. No. So I'm going to see if I can find it real quick. So uh, he was doing the interviews at the, I guess, owners meeting, team meetings last week. And he said that uh, for us, it was something we had to move away from as a franchise. It was very obvious. Um, Carson Wentz era was a mistake. Is what Jim Irsay said? Yeah. Carson Wentz was a mistake? The era was a mistake. And he's, um, fuck, where's the actual quote? No, dis- no disrespect to Jacksonville, but I mean, they're the worst team in the league. You play well and hard for the first quarter or so, and they're looking to go to their locker room and clean it out. I've never seen anything like that in my life. You say, my God, there's something wrong here. It needs to be corrected. I think that we feel like we did. I'm like Carson Wentz. You gotta pick. You gotta pick you up and carry you through Jackson. What makes what? You gotta pick you up. That's what it says. <laughs> Basically, you gotta pick yourself up and carry. I don't, I'm not sure what he's trying to say there. To be honest. Anyways, basically saying Carson Wentz was a huge mistake. I mean, I agree. Yeah, I don't know why they trade for him in the first place. But I didn't see it as a good acquisition to begin with. Yeah, they could have just one hand get my run last year. But I thought it was just funny that he came out and was like, hey, this dude fucking sucks. Yeah. No, he's not fucking... I think Rant Ryan will do really good for him. Yes, year. if they get some receivers. Uh, on to the Fox booth. Half of it is now filled. Kevin Burkhart replaces Joe Buck. Which, Kevin Burkhart already did the Fox game. He wasn't on the main slot, so... Yep. He's not that bad. Uh, Chiefs signed Ronald Jones. Thoughts? Rojo. Um, okay, so it has been reported that he will get... He'll be heavily involved in the offensive plans. So him over Clyde over Delay? I'd play Clyde over... Rojo, I don't know because Clyde Edwards Lair is not bad. You know, he tore his ACL his rookie year, and that kind of sucked. That was last year. He got hurt last year, too. Well, yeah, because his offensive line fucking sucks. Yeah, non existent. Um, I don't think it matters what fucking running back you put back there. It's going to be, yeah. Their offensive line is terrible. Facts. And their division just got a hell of a lot tougher. And they got a hell of a lot worse. And they didn't get any better. Yeah. They yeah. traded away their. They're losing. Tyreek. Tyron Matthew, they traded Tyreek Hill. They're not getting better. They're getting yeah, so worse, and every other team in their division is getting better. The fucking Chiefs are trying to are try, now trying to trade for another top receiver. Then why the fuck do you get rid of Tyreek Hill? Yeah, so it's like why? I mean, I understand if you can't fucking afford him, but he can always franchise tag his ass for two years in a row. But yeah, I don't know if you've seen those reports, but that's. Speaking uh, of uh, Chiefs, Honey Badger is rumored to go to Mitch go to Pittsburgh. Yes. Yep. Good fit. Good fit. I think it'd be a good fit. That's gonna be a stacked defense. Yeah. Fucking him and Minka playing safeties. 
Yeah. But I mean, that's also, that's Mike Tomlin's That's fucking Pittsburgh. Motive. Like yeah. that, uh, Mike Tomlin, aside from maybe Bill Belichick, is probably the greatest defensive coach in the NFL right now. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's just like Pittsburgh in general. You go back to like Bill Cowher, defensive coach. Chuck Knoll, defense coach. Like, yeah. you think of Pittsburgh Steelers, you think of defense first. Yeah. Because, like, Troy Palomalu, fucking God. Anything else for NFL? No? Uh, I don't think so. No. On to some basketball. Lakers. Fucking stink. Are dead. Do you know the record by any chance? Because, I mean, I know it. I know it. I don't know. You want to take a guess? Uh, I'm going to say 27. And There's six games left in the season. So. Oh, okay. Never mind. So 35 and 46. Yeah, so they're 31 and 44. That's close. That's bad. <laughs> oh my god, that is so bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just saw a thing that reportedly Anthony Davis will be back Friday. Uh, he'll be uh, on the trade block too. So, <laughs> I mean, you can't trade right now, but uh, he will be. LeBron gonna be like, get your ass out of here. Yeah, I'm gonna send you to OKC. They got like 200 first round picks in the next four years. Package Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis. Get fucking a 2024 first round pick. Hopefully they stink that year. Get Bronny to the Lakers. Fucking genius right here. There you yeah. go. Um, there's I've seen one rumored coach so far to take over for Is the this Lakers. the dude I said the other night? Huh? Is this the guy I mentioned the other night when we was talking about it? Maybe. Arkansas head coach? Yeah, I'm conflicted. Yeah. I'm very conflicted. As a Lakers fan and an Arkansas Razorback fan. Arkansas, yeah. I love Eric Musselman. Fucking love him. I love what he's done for Arkansas. He's turned the basketball program around. We have the number one recruiting class for 2023. And we have, I think, three of our five starters are returning for next year, too. So we're going to have a really fucking good team next year. Um, but then there's rumors about him. Uh, of Maybe not the Lakers going after him, but there's been rumors about uh, him and like becoming the Lakers next head coach. Well, it depends on who LeBron wants, right? I mean, yeah. It's always going to come down to what LeBron wants. Yeah, because like I don't think Eric Musselman's going to go back to the NBA. Because it's like you take when LeBron went back to Cleveland, right? David Blatt was a head coach. Fucking cans him for uh, with Ty Lue. Ty Lue, right? Tyler was pretty bad, though. <laughs> yeah, and then... Won a finals with Tyler, but again... But that roster was pretty LeBron good. LeBron James is a guy that does not need a coach, yeah. like we talked about earlier. <laughs> and then you send him to Los Angeles. Who was the coach before Vogel got there? So it would have been the guy that was there that drafted Lonzo, right? Or was there when Lonzo got drafted? Yeah. When Magic Johnson was the GM. I don't remember his it? name. Young dude. I don't know why I can't. I can't think of it. I don't know who the fucking. I'm not sure if I find it. Why is this not? 
Byron Scott. No, I think Luke Walton. Walton. Luke, Luke Walton. Walton. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kicked his ass out of the door. Yeah. Only coach that he hasn't really kicked out the door was Spolstra. Mm-hmm. Great head coach, though. That was when he was with the Heat. Yeah. Probably my favorite team of all time that I've personally watched. Because, yeah. like, you can say, like, the Showtime Lakers, but I was, like, two when they were fucking rolling. Mm-hmm. And uh, anything else for basketball? No. March Madness? Yeah. That ends next Tuesday, Monday? I believe so, yeah. Because the uh, Final Four games start tomorrow, Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. You play as far as Duke and UNC? Yes. You want to throw your theory up? What? You want to put your theory out there? What? I'm about Coach K. Oh, yeah. Coach K is going to win the finals. Yeah, 100%. I mean... I mean, it was set in stone whenever. Yeah. There's His no, final year. He's got to yeah. win it. 100% chance, yeah. They said, hey, Coach K, come on. Get your ass out there. Yeah, yeah, yep. All right, so I want to talk about this because it has been all over the internet for the last couple of days. The slap heard around the world. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Will Smith smacked the fuck out of Chris Walk. Chris very, Rock. Walk. Walk. <laughs> yeah, uh, very very bad Chris form Rock. on the slap, too. Mid, bad, terrible mid-step, form. Fucking cocked back. Mid-step, elbow. one foot still in the air. He elbow, didn't have a good plant down. Elbow tucked in. <laughs> elbow tucked in. He wasn't, it wasn't even really a slap. He kind of like... I think he, he missed. just pushed with his hand. Do you th- do you no, think he, he definitely contacted. Uh, he, you can see it. There's a slow mo's of it. He definitely made contact. He hit the face. He made contact. Uh, yeah. See, it sounded like he like hit the shoulder and came up, popped the neck. No, I think he, I think he contacted. Oh, definitely shit. got contact with cheek. Yeah. And way to go for Chris Rock for sitting there and fucking taking that. that I saw a picture. That dude is ready to fucking. I saw. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw a picture of it was right after. Will Smith smacked him. Yeah. Like right after, like, you know, boom, like right here. And, you know, Chris Rock's sitting there, and he's got a fucking fist balled up. Like oh. he's about to knock <laughs> the fuck out of him. I would have loved to see that. Yeah. And he he stopped himself. He calmed himself down. Um, you know, he made the comment that it's there was the, uh, what do you say, greatest moment in live television history or yeah. some shit like that. Um, it, was, it was funny. It was, it was really good. <laughs> He was ready to fucking fire some fucking shots too. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, uh, he he was about to load another one up in the chamber. He said, "Wow, keep my wife's name out Intro. your fucking mouth." Yeah. So, uh, Will Smith is uh, getting too much praise for this. Will Smith, I haven't really seen a whole lot of Will Smith praise. If you want to be, I'm honest. talking about from like the A-listers, not from like us. I haven't people. seen Will Smith. I've, honestly, I've seen more people on Chris Rock's side from A-listers. Really? Yeah. I've seen the opposite. No. I mean, <laughs> hang on. I want to talk about this one because it's funny. I saw it earlier. I did see one. <laughs> OJ Simpson. Oh, yeah. Uh, came I out s- in defense of Will Smith saying that he needs, you know, he did a good job defending women, right? Yeah, so like. Okay. Now, hang on. <laughs> this is like saying. This would be like a drug dealer telling you, uh, Walter White, Walter White from Breaking Bad. There you go. There's a name. Drug like, dealer. 
this is like a drug dealer telling you congratulations i'm getting sober el chapo <laughs> like <laughs> i don't think i don't think oj simpson's the guy you want endorsement from on this <laughs> oh, oj didn't do it oh my god we'll get Anyways. on that topic on another day but uh yeah so i saw tiffany haddish she was praising will smith for defending black women and his wife but like that joke was very very mild mild yes very mild and especially with what's been going on between those two these last couple months she has chris rock could have fucking unloaded on those two and okay, so you even, have a comedian even after the slap. Yeah, you got a fucking comedian. You have hosting. a comedian hosting the Oscars. And fu- you're okay. sitting front fucking row, dead center. You cannot expect to not fucking yeah. get roasted. Of course, the fucking lights are shining off her head. Of course, he's gonna say something about it. <laughs> <laughs> but not even like Chris Rock wasn't the only comedian hosting that event that night. Fucking Wanda Sykes, another comedian. She's mm-hmm. like up there. I don't know if she's on Chris Rock level, but like she's still a comedian. Very I've well known. Very well known. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck do you expect? I mean, you put fucking Dave Chappelle up there. You think that's going to be any better? That would have been a lot worse. I'd love to see Dave Chappelle Dave up there. Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr, they wouldn't have fucking exactly. give a fuck. Yeah. And like, the alopecia shit. It's not like she's dying from it. It's just like, hey, you're bald. Well, see, like, I can understand where, like, maybe she doesn't want people making fun of her for being bald because of... But shit, I mean, so you look like a thumb. Disorder. You look like a thumb, right? You look like a thumb. Oh my god! No, no, I'm not, it's, it's like okay. So it's like, I'm fucking going bald. I'm gonna be there in like ten years. You're gonna but make, you're gonna be there in like five. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> you gonna make fun of me for it? Yes, Probably. already do. I already do. <laughs> my dad's got a cold sack. I fucking go around his fucking head like a race car and make noises. Are I mean. <laughs> It's just human nature. You oh, see something, you're gonna make fun of it, right? It's just this is this shit. But stupid. I did see uh, one of the people that made the vaccines. I don't know if it was Pfizer or Moderna, but mm-hmm. they made a treatment for alopecia, and they sponsored that said company. It was either Pfizer or Moderna sponsored the Oscars. Brought to you by Pfizer. Yeah, so like people are saying Pfizer's like, getting it on everything, dude. So people are saying like this shit was just to get fucking viewership up or whatever, but I don't know. I don't think it was staged. There's no way that was staged. Basing <laughs> off of just Chris Wa- Chris Rock's raw reaction to that. Yeah. I cannot. At first that I thought it was staged, but staged. after watching it, I was like But but then also like you cannot and I know like it happens a lot, but those are like those are one hundred percent complete accidents. You cannot say fuck on live television. You no. fucking can't. Cuss words of that in general, right? And then also, where is this going to benefit them? Are they going to try to get more viewership for next year? Hey, tune in. You might see another slap. No. That's not going to... I don't think this is going to boost viewership for next year. Because think about it. The internet is a very big and very fast-moving place. People are not going to fucking remember this goddamn shit next year. There's going to be something else going on. Yeah. Like, fuck, one week we're talking about COVID. We're talking about, next week we're talking about Ukraine and Russia. The next week, oh, it's the slap. What's going to be next week? It's something different every week. They're not, we're not going to fucking remember this shit next week. This is not going to attract new fucking viewers. Yeah. I'm for Chris Rock. For Chris I'm, Rock. I am 
anti Jada Smith. No, uh, I don't know. Because like I don't, I don't. If she wasn't there, I don't think the slap would have happened. Definitely not. Yeah. So like he laughed at it. Yeah. He laughed at it. Jada looked at him. Basically, not smirked. Yeah. Not smirked, but she definitely had a sour look on her face. So Will was laughing. Looked over at Jada. It wasn't. It wasn't a laugh. It was a a fucking. It was a. It was a good chuckle. Anyways, Jada. Jada said, "Hey, Will, that's not. It's not very funny. Why don't you go over there and smack him across the mouth?" So he's like, "Oh shit!" And he had to get up. Oh shit! Oh shit! Here we I go. Saw, and it's smacking across the mouth. I saw someone recreated the slap, and it had fucking Chris Rock as the zebra for Madagascar, and it had fucking Will Smith as Oscar the Fish walking up and smacking oh, him. Man. Jeez. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Been some good memes. Really good. Yeah, memes. Yeah, really good memes. But uh, again, back to this like internet. Ah, uh, I mean, I don't know because. Chris Rock may not have known that she has alopecia. We don't fucking know. I, I didn't know. I didn't the, know what the fuck see, alopecia like, was so like, okay, yeah, until so, this happened. So, like, <laughs> I have a group chat on Instagram. So I, people in that group, we talk multiple times a week. And we're talking about it. And I was like, I thought she was bald just because she wanted to. Like, I didn't know she had a, a genetic disease, right? Yeah. Yeah. Had no fucking clue. It's I like mean, someone yeah. with diabetes. You don't know until they tell you. Yeah. Um, but like, so like he, Chris Rock may not have known, right? Which like you can, I mean, that's, if he doesn't know, then he doesn't know. Right. But Will Smith resorting to losing his mind like that, like this guy is having a mental breakdown on live television. It clearly looked Pretty like much, yeah. dude was laughing, flipped a switch, walked up there, smacked Will Smith. And then dude sits back down and is yelling profanities on live television with his lips fucking quivering, like it's the first altercation he's ever been in his life. <laughs> like, um, keep my wife's name on your mouth, on your fucking mouth. <laughs> Anyways, um, I mean, had a boy. Well, you get to watch tonight. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe anyways, she'll let, okay. you stood up for her. Maybe she'll let you watch her fuck Augusty in the night. Who knows? On t- still Oscars. Uh, Spider-Man No Home. Okay, so Spider-Man No Way Home was snubbed. But I don't know if it'll be in this year, like this coming up years. I'm not sure how the fuck these Oscars yeah. work because there was Avengers Endgame shit that was in this yes. Oscars. That came out in fucking 2019. Yeah. 18. 19. 19. 19. Yes. Whatever. That came out more than two years ago. Why the fuck is that in the goddamn Oscars? <laughs> yeah, so like... I don't know how that works. I, could, I would consider No Way Home more of a 2022 movie than 21 because it, it happened. It was December. like de- mid December, yeah. right? Yeah. It was like de- December 17th when it came out or some shit like that. Yeah. But, anyways, it lost loudest cheer to the Zack Snyder flash scene. Yeah. I believe the specific scenes was the flash running and the flashpoint, their Avengers assemble. The Avengers assemble. And then in Spider Man, it was when they were all pointing at each other. In the lab, right? Ah, oh, shit. When I was thinking about when they were fucking swinging off each other. On that the might be that tower. too. That was a really good fucking scene. Fucking chills. I love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it lost to fucking Zack Snyder Justice, Justice League. League fucking stinks. Nothing about that movie was good. Yeah, the Flash is run stupid. Imagine you fucking like... Ezra Miller is just an absolute scumbag for yeah. one. That guy just got arrested for something. I don't even remember what it was. He, uh... DUI? No, he... Johnny Depp, basically. Huh? 
He Amber Heard a girl. He Amber Heard a girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, she did a dip. He did a, a chick. Oh, okay. He Amber Heard a girl. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So, anyways, like, imagine the flat. Like, you can go look up fucking Zack Snyder's flash run. The dude, like, runs slow point. He's, like, fucking flinging his arms up. They need pointing. to fucking fire Ezra Miller and bring in Grant Gustin. Get him off the CW. CW is ruining the flash. I think CW stinks in general. But, uh, I mean, yeah, the CW does stink. They haven't made a profit on any of their TV shows in like three years. I think I saw something about it. has been more than three years. <laughs> fucking insane. Like 13 years. The Flash stinks, but I love Grant Gustin. He's yeah, good like the it. first four years of Flash, good. First four, uh, four years of the Arrow, that's all I've seen. Pretty good so far. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, Spider-Man Noah Helm lost on the fan vote. I don't know if you saw that. Fan favorite film. I think that shit's rigged. Yeah, you know that lost to what? Cinderella. Mm, I don't know about that one. Yeah, it was like Cinderella, Dune. Uh, was the third one? I heard Dune was really good. I still want to watch it. It's still on my watch list. It's fucking on. I will watch it Sunday. Yeah, I'll have to watch it at some point. Uh, Walking Dead. Officially wrapped filming yesterday or today. I can't remember. I thought that was a couple weeks ago or a week ago or so. I mean, it's done anyways. Whatever. Yeah, they're finished filming. Thoughts on the last season so far, real quick? Uh, pretty good. A couple weird, confusing parts, but... Yeah, so it was like last episode. Had the Reapers. Was that, was that the people called? Uh, Well, one of the girls from the Reapers. Back. Yeah. It was Daryl's. Little ex-girlfriend, yeah. Yeah. And then you got the uh, fucking Nazis of the Walking Dead, the Commonwealth. The Nazis of the Walking Dead? <laughs> Pretty much what they are, to be honest. I mean, they're not all bad. Yeah. I don't I think it's going to end very good, though, the way they're setting the shit up. Yeah. It's been pretty good so far. Yeah. That scene with Negan and Herschel was fucking hilarious. It was, was, was really good. My mommy said a bad guy killed my daddy. Are you a bad guy? I used to be. Fucking Herschel whips out a pistol and is fucking shaking it, pointing down at his fucking nuts, and fucking Negan kneels down to where the gun's at his head. Oh, man. Uh, real quick. Morbius. 16% on Rotten Tomatoes so far. I mean, I had a feeling it was going to stink. Very bad. I'm not watching it. Until I don't have a lot of faith in most Sony movies unless it's Spider Man. It's not. I'll, I'll go to say it. Jared Leto is a fucking terrible actor. I mean, I don't. I haven't seen a lot of Jared Leto movies to be honest. The, the only other movie I've seen him in was uh, he was the Joker for like what five minutes of screen time in Suicide Squad. Very bad, and that was all. He it, also it, won the uh, worst supporting actor at the Oscars. <laughs> he won worst supporting actor. Yep. For what movie? Uh, House of Gucci. I've never saw it. It came out last year, this year, something like that. I mean, it could have come out in 2015. It probably would have been in the Oscars based on Uh, how it's been going. Thoughts on Moon Knight Episode 1? Fucking electric. (laughs) Yes, so I would... And I'm curious to see how the rest of the season's going to go because it seemed like everything from the trailer was in the first episode. Yeah. Uh, So I would, if you're listening to this, I would research the character because if you don't know much about the character, you're going to be very confused. Yeah. Like, you're going to be confused even if you know the character, but, like, still. And you can kind of figure it out. I mean, yeah. the guy's not so, schizophrenic, but multiple, uh, what is it, bipolar disorder? Yeah, yeah. Basically. So, like, one of his one of his 
multiple persona or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So one of his personalities is he's a fucking shy nerd dude. He's a, he's he works a, at a gift shop in Egypt or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Named Stephen London. Is it London? Yeah. At yeah. an Egyptian museum. Yeah. And his name's Stephen. Yes. Yeah. And then there's one named Mark. Mark. He's a who, mercenary. Who is Moon Knight. And then there's another one. Wait, what? There's another persona. What's the other one? Forgot his name. But there's three different. Uh, okay. Because, like, remember every time he looked in the mirror, there's fucking three faces, you know? Oh, I didn't notice. Yeah. I only noticed that the one extra face in the mirror. Yeah, it's very, very good. Like It was good, though. I'll fuck with you. <laughs> Bit of a mind fuck, yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you're, you're sitting there, and you're just like, what the hell is going on here? Uh, one thing I do want to hit you with. I saw the leak date for the Doctor Strange tickets. The date for Doctor Strange tickets? When? April 6th. Ooh, that's in th- next week? Next Wednesday? What, next Wednesday. Hell yeah. Yeah, hopefully you don't spend three hours like I did. So. I'll, I'll end up spending three hours on fucking Fandango trying to buy those motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh, well, got to get those IMAX tickets. Yes, sir. If you don't watch movies in IMAX. Are we going open tonight? Hell yeah. Okay. May 6th. What's May, what day is May 6th on? I don't fucking know. I'm assuming it's Friday, right? I don't know. Anyways. I'll take a goddamn personal day from work if I have to. Same. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Uh, I think that's it. Friday's yeah. a backstock night for me anyways. Um... Yeah, I think that's all we have. That's it? You want to send them out? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you uh, enjoy our show, uh, please share it with your friends. Uh, leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. We are available on all major podcast platforms. Uh, Apple, Spotify, Anchor. Uh, I think Google Podcasts we're also on. I can't remember any of the others. Anyways, um, yeah, share us with your friends. Uh, also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I promise I am going to try and get some clips up this week. We haven't done it in a couple of weeks, and I want to try to get back into doing that. Yes, sir. So, um, yeah, um, we'll see you guys next week.